1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Super J-Cast. I'm Joel Abraham, joined by Damon McDonald. Damon, how is everything? We are fantastic.
0: Uh, everything's smooth as silk. Um, I do have some strange news, but um, we have a lot of... It's supposed to be the strange news podcast, and it's not pro wrestling involved. Uh, no, no news there. No news, I guess, is good news, I guess. We I mean, do have a little bit of news. I we, don't, I we don't even know what we... I don't even know what we have. Joel's running the ship. Um... But uh, yeah, I guess everything's smooth. Well, how about on your end, over there? And, uh, uh, over over on the other side of the world, how are you making it?
1: We're doing good, Damon. Um, and I mean that. i got some nice messages from the listeners, which I've appreciated. Count Out Pod sent a tweet saying, It's not really a question. hope everything works out, Joel. Your story the past couple of episodes have been heartbreaking, and we're oh. rooting for you and your family, which is really sweet. And I, I appreciate that. I appreciate the support. I know... There's a lot of weird things about these parasocial relationships you get with, you know, podcasts and stuff. But I I appreciate it, you know, I I, I do value the, the interactions like that. So that's made a difference to me the past few months. And I'm pleased to say things are, are finally looking up because I... Uh, last week was a big week for me because I officially resigned from my job in China. I decided, you know, there's no way I'm going to go back there without my family, given everything that's happened. So... Uh, My my contracts over there will be finishing up in uh, end of July. So no intention of going back there. Um, Just just the way things are going over in that country, it just seems they're getting more and more hostile towards foreigners. And it's like COVID has become a a watershed moment there. And it's sort of being used as an excuse to kind of pull up the drawbridge, if you will, and really tighten things up and, and be very, very... Uh, strict about who's allowed in and out of the country, actually. So, uh, I don't see much of a future over there. Unlikely I'll be going back. Um, but that also coincided with I, I had two job interviews uh, not last week, the week before that, at a couple of schools here in Bangkok and was waiting to hear back. Uh, I was expecting to hear back from them on Friday. Uh, one of them was for uh, a smaller school, but like a nice sort of you know sort of family-oriented sort of community school. Really like the look of it. Nice area in Bangkok. Um, the people I spoke to on the interview really nice and friendly. And that was uh, a good, good position. So teaching and a little bit of leadership on the side as well. The other school I interviewed for was a big school, uh, quite famous. You know, they pay a bit more, a bit more in the package, but the kind of school where you feel you might kind of get lost a bit. Yep. Lots lots of kids there, lots of teachers. So I, I had mixed feelings about that, but I was hoping to hear back by Friday. So Friday, I, I was just leaving the, the hotel room to get a bit of fresh air. Mally and Esther were asleep, and as I closed the door, I got an email on my phone from the, the first school, the smaller school, offering me a job. And so I was there outside my hotel room, like, silently sliding to my knees. It was like, like the, the, the final scene of Platoon, like, ah! <laughs> But, you know, I really wanted to go in and, and tell, uh, share the good news with Mally, uh, but she was asleep. I didn't want to wake her up. Um, I think you were probably one of the first people I texted, <laughs> uh, as usual. So that was a, a huge relief. Uh, so uh, And the other school te- uh, emailed me a couple of hours later saying, oh, we haven't made a decision yet. Um, you know, we need more time to, to interview everyone. Hopefully let you know by next week. But the first school said they wanted to hear, uh, get a response from me on Monday, which I thought was fair enough. So I was kind of in this awkward position where... I, I wanted to wait and see what would happen with the second school, but I just—I decided to be honest with them, And I said to the the second school, "Look, I've, I've I've got an offer here from another school. They would like me to get back to them by Monday, and I will. I will give. I've committed to giving them a decision by Monday. Is there any way you could, you know, let me know as soon as possible?" Right. And uh, so I thought, you know, I, I lay my cards on the table there, and to their credit, they—they they were also honest and they said, "Okay, look, we can't give you a definite decision before then, but." To be honest, uh, there's other people, other candidates with more experience. So th- this job was for teaching younger kids, like Key Stage One kids. So that would be a little bit below my experience range. So they said, "Look, there's people who've got more experience than you um, teaching the younger kids. We're leaning towards them. Uh, you know, we'd like you to reapply in the future if the position comes up that's better suited you." Blah 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 blah. Uh, mm-hmm. But on this occasion, we we recommend that you accept the first job, which I was really happy with. You know. Uh, awesome. it, 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 taking that uncertainty off the table like it, it would have been a bit I don't know I would have felt uneasy about accepting the first one and then getting an offer from the second one and being like oh, I've already accepted right. the first one you know so I appreciate the honesty and the professionalism of everyone involved it kind of uh, is this a really boring anecdote? <laughs> <laughs> no. probably more interesting than what's going on in New Japan but anyway I, I've, I've started to finish so I, I accepted the first job offer so I will be gainfully employed here in Bangkok. Really nice job. Really excited about it. Nice people. Uh, Mali's looking for apartments here. And it's just going to be so nice to get out of this hotel. You know, it's not its not been the worst thing in the world. It's a, you know, quite a big room. We've got everything we need. But it's just, it's not the same when it's not something, it's not its not home. Right? Right. Right. So we're in the process now of getting all our stuff shipped over from China and just sort of, closing up all the sort of loose ends, tying up all the loose ends over there. And just really pleased, feeling really grateful to, to pull this out of the last minute. It feels like I've sort of scored a, uh, a last-minute goal in a football match because, you know, these these international schools, they start their recruitment in October, yeah, you're and saying. it's May now. So I was really, I was shitting it, you know The last few months have been so stressful. I've barely been able to sleep thinking, fuck, you know, I've got two people to look after I've got a uh, second child on the way so three dependents no employment lined up the fuck am I going to do so it's just an enormous weight off my mind to be able to just start again and and find a home and really excited about starting a new life here in Bangkok even though I've been here for a year it's just it's good to be able to have the the prospect of putting all the uncertainty and the stress and the worry of the last 12 months behind me
0: yeah it's been a hell of a ride for you man hasn't it oh my gosh yeah, I was thrilled. I was that was that was fantastic news. The um, again, I know you were, you were under a ton of stress, and I can't imagine just everything that that is on there. But it's, it's awesome. Like, see, you have that 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 mindset that you can do that. Like that that's that's not everyone can do what you do in the sense of you know being able to, to move to another country and new move to another place and and. You know, it's not like we had a lot of choice here, <laughs> in the sense of you know some decisions were made for you, but yeah, I'm 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 so happy, man. Uh, I I couldn't have been happier for you. It was, uh, um, I I just like the fact that you know you have d- definitive answers and you've been there. you year. you know you're comfortable. It's it's you know it's just a matter of I don't know putting a putting a period at the end of the sentence. You know, and just getting some closure off of it, so good for you, man. I'm I'm happy. It's uh, you got a lot going on, and uh, to take that off your plate, I know that was a a big deal. And here's the thing, too. I think a lot of it, not, again, if you believe in some stuff, I don't know what, but I I do believe that if you do put stuff out there, and I and you know I don't even know what it is. You know, if you could call it God, you could call it spirituality, you could call it. Uh, forces of nature—you could call it Simon Laban. I don't know what the fuck, whatever you want to call it, but I do feel like, like Koto Ibushi, you could call Kona Ibushi, right? But you, if when you—I don't know—when you vocalize things and you get it out there, and and people kind of feel your energy and give you good vibes, I, I, I somewhat believe in that, and that might just be naive, but I, I do. I, I kind of believe that there is something to that um and you putting out there and i know everybody was thinking about you and even just for a second um i think that helps so good work by you excellent job that's off the plate now <laughs> just get me the fuck out of the place <laughs> no uh yeah we got a lot we got a lot on our plate so it's good 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 to, good to get some closure there dude good good work by you
1: Anything you want to share with the listeners, Damon?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, uh, i
1: don't I, want to put I, you on the spot. I mean, no, only as much as you're comfortable sharing. But yeah, I, do, you know, I don't want this that thing to be about me, me, me.
0: No, no. I mean, honestly, I'm trying to do the same thing. Like, I'm, I'm not the same thing in the same under the same circumstances. But you know, I'm just, I'm out there. I'm, I'm trying to make myself. A, actually, what I'm really you're trying to get do, yourself
1: stuck in a hotel for a year. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, an no, experience. Man. It's good for you. <laughs> it's character growth. <laughs>
0: Yeah. like <laughs> get to the holiday in um you know with all the covid stuff and everything and everything and blah 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 you i don't know i'm, I'm kind of under the 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 thought process of you only live once you know what i mean like who would have thought all of this would have happened in a year and everything being shut down and just all everything that everybody had to go through. So it had me reevaluating stuff and I'm like, ah, what do I want to do? And I really want to do my own agency. I want to do my own Google Ads agency because I feel like I'm really good at that. Um, and I make companies money. So um, that's what I wanted to do. and And, and I don't know if I'll ever be happy not doing that, like not doing my own thing. And I always feel like that's one thing that I've never done. So yeah, I kind of t- have taken the steps to do that. Um, and that's really my end goal in a lot of this year. So I started that and got an LLC and, blah, 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 and all that stuff. So a uh, uh, McDonald PPC uh, soon, right around the corner, everyone. Um, so, but but in the, in the meantime, I kind of wanted to see what else was out there, and I know I was I was a finalist for one job, but I didn't get it because I didn't have experience within that industry, and apparently another person did. And in my mind, I was kind of like, well, oh. um, and it would it would be like at all facets of digital marketing. So like there were things that I don't necessarily like doing, and some of it would be involved in that, and so I was kind of like. Not on the fence on it, but it was more like I just kind of wanted to get the yes, <laughs> and I didn't get the yes, and it just anytime that happens, and you get that far, it's like a house of cards. You know, it's like you're building that house of cards, and you you feel like oh this is going to happen, and you, you just got to put that last card on top, and then oh don't you all fell over, and that's we got to start again. Um, but I got another place I'm talking to too, so uh, which which I'm actually more excited for. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm fine. I mean, I have a. But just like the end goal has always been to do my own thing, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. But um that's my news. Oh, and Cheryl got, in a car <laughs> Cheryl got in a car accident. Oh my god! I mean, is, she's fine. You're okay. Yeah, yeah, she's fine. She's fine. But yeah, the car is kind of fucked up, which sucks because it's. She really liked the car. It wasn't her fault. Like the guy just. She was pulling out of a parking lot. She had the light, and guy just. Whacked her, plowed her. Not in a sexual way, <laughs> The car was hit. Um, but yeah, she's fine. She's fine. But that, that's just...
1: But so no that no does. sabu involved here.
0: Ah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, no, nah, I mean, what it does is it just makes... It just puts a, 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 a rattle. You know, it just gives you more stress. Cause now you got to call insurance companies, and you got to wait for adjusters to come out and take pictures, and, and and then you don't you have one car now when you need two. Um So yeah, that's that's the, the, the shitty part. But I mean, honestly, I mean that's I'm just glad she's okay. I mean everything's everything's smooth. But this is like this is your week. <laughs> Talk about your week. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, Will you people, shut up and talk
1: about pro wrestling." Well, I wish we could. Surely, surely, this is more interesting than what, what's going in New <laughs> Japan at the moment, which is basically nothing. I mean, where, where are we with our best of series? How many how how, how many hours worth of content we've we got uh, left in the can for that? Oh, a lot. Yeah, uh, we got a lot. We got a lot. We well,
0: the first the first version we got back. Um, we had all the clips in it, I and mean, we had a five-hour show that we were about to upload. I was like, we can't do a five-hour show, guys. So I just took a couple clips
1: and um, put them on there. Um, Thank you to John Ensman for sourcing yes. those for us. And we'll, yes. we'll stick a few more on this episode, presumably. I don't, don't think we yeah probably going for five hours today. No. No. Yeah. I mean,
0: I did see that we um, – well, I'm sure you'll lead with it, but I did see they are going to start shows once again. Am I am I reading yeah, that right?
1: That's right. Yeah, let's get into that then. So live events are returning in Japan on May the 22nd. So I don't. They didn't clarify in the news story whether or not there'd be fans in. I did have a look on the website. It does appear they're still selling tickets. So we okay. got uh, Saturday in Nagoya, Monday in Korakuen, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in Korakuen. And so that those are Road to Wrestle Grand Slam, but I don't know if there's actually a Wrestle Grand Slam at the Tokyo Dome at the end of it. That I'm still unsure of. So we have Road Two shows, but a Road to nowhere, <laughs> a Road to somewhere <laughs> uncertain. So um, you know, people have got questions about this. Trish says. Do you think if the Olympics doesn't go ahead, they will move the stadium shows into July-August? Spanhead says, when do you expect the two stadium shows to take place now? August, maybe, to replace Jingu spot. So, uh, your thoughts, Damon, on the, the return of New Japan and what you think happens to these stadium shows. Oh, sorry, before you answer, let me throw another possibility. Ashutosh says, do you think they should just move the big matches from Grand Slam to Dominion, have a stack show top to bottom, will provide a fresh start, and then they can rebuild upon that to whenever the Grand Slam shows are? I don't even know what the status of Dominion is at the moment. I mean, maybe yeah. I've just failed to do my homework here, but there just seems to be a lot of uncertainty right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's really the honest-to-God truth. And I don't think a lot of people know. Um, and I think it changes based off of government guidance and their regulations. Um, I mean, we have these Quirking shows coming up. Um, I mean, I don't know if there are guarantees at this point. Because again, I think that the the situation is very fluid. Um, we don't know if there's fan involvement. I mean, again, tickets are on the site, but I don't know if they're limiting capacity. I, I who knows? Um, I don't know if they're limiting on the limiting capacity. Um, I'll tell you what: if the if the Olympics don't go on, I would find it very difficult to to see when pro wrestling events would be okay, right? I mean, if they're not going to put on the Olympics where billions of dollars have been invested, um, and at least they'll get the TV rights and, you know, be able to air it. I mean, mean, they're not going to have people in the stands and fans and all that stuff, but, I mean, to... The, the, look they they have blinders on with these olympics they are pushing straight ahead and if that gets canceled uh i mean i don't know what i don't know where pro wrestling would fall to be honest i have no idea um i, I mean summer would be they they're, they're, this, this way there would be plenty of buildings that would love to have them uh at that point but i, I don't think anybody knows I really don't. I think they have very loose plans, uh, very fluid plans, because they have to, because they're just setting themselves up for disappointment if they say, okay, we're running X on this date. Mm, okay. COVID outbreak. Eh, no, we're not. So it's, it's got to be a fluid situation.
1: Well, uh, in the meantime, while we are waiting for that to play out, there is plenty to sink our teeth into stateside. Uh, And also in the UK actually because there was a little tweet popped up from RevPro saying that Shota Umino would be appearing on their shows this summer. So what are your thoughts on that? Because I'm a little bit unclear because maybe he's going to be on Strong, we know he's going to be in RevPro, are these going to be live, are these going to be taped? We're not exactly sure what the timeline is on that Um, but... I'm certainly excited to see him back in action. It's been a, a hell of a long time since I last seen the Shota Umino match, so I'm looking forward to that. And it seems like a lot of people are pinning their hopes on on him. You know, he's the guy. Oh, you know, save our Shota, come back to New Japan, and, and make everything better again.
0: Yeah, um, there's a lot of pro wrestling that's starting up here in the states. Um, Ring of Honor's starting up. Um, they'll have fans in, in buildings. I think it's safe to say that uh, Strong will have some type of fan involvement in the very near future. I think, uh, what, AEW is touring. WWE is is ramping up plans to, to tour again, get back out on the road. Um, this is the place to be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is the place to be. It feels like, um, and I think you'll. I mean, and and then there are other independents that that are are already running. So, look, I think strong will be. I think I think if you're not on the strong bandwagon, um, you should be because that's where you're going to get the the a lot of of fun programming. Because if they can bring people in and out. That's going to make things even more entertaining. Um, I think they. I don't. Do they tape three weeks in a row when they tape? I never really got a clear answer on that. Or maybe if I did, I don't remember. Um, So if he's if they're if they're taping three weeks of shows, and again, I'm just throwing three out there as a magic number. um, I mean, that'll that that's plenty of flexibility to have him over in Rev Pro um, for a bit. Now that's is, is that's just for shows, right? He's not doing an excursion there, am I correct?
1: I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe I should reach out to the RevPro people and see if they get back to us. But um, yeah, I couldn't tell you. I mean, it, it could possibly that what he's done in RevPro has already been taped, or it's going to be live. It's all up in the air. But at least we know we're going to see him somewhere. He will be on our TVs <laughs> by the summer, whichever yeah. uh, continent he. Uh, happens to be in
0: yeah you'll see a lot of them let's put it that way and that's a good thing right that's a good thing nobody's nobody's complaining about that but no i do believe that this is this will be the, the a spot until until things get sorted out over in japan um i think you'll see a lot more people taking taking the flight and just working some shots absolutely i really do
1: well, let's talk about one of those shots, which was John Moxley against Yuji Nagata for the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship, which was defended on Dynamite. And I watched this. It's on New Japan World. And um, Just the, my first takeaway was just, it's great to see wrestling in front of noisy fans who are allowed to yell and shout. And that was just very, very refreshing to watch. Um, hopefully Japan can get there soon. But this was uh, enjoyable, at the very least. And Everyone treated Yuji Nagato with a lot of respect. They really put him over a, as a big deal. And I enjoyed having Ren Narita accompanying him to the ring. It gave it kind of like a, a prize fight atmosphere. And then mocks coming out to Wild Thing. I can see in-ring, Nagato looks to have lost a lot of mobility. He, he looks significantly less mobile than I can remember, you know, last year at least. But definitely brought the intensity here to compensate. I always enjoy the vibe of a, a Mox match. You know, There's a, a grittiness to it that I appreciate. Did feel like he was holding back on the strikes. I don't know if he was just trying to take it easy on his uh, 53-year-old opponent or whatever. But uh, it's a good match. I would have liked another five minutes because I thought it ended quite abruptly. But you know, again, it, with this and, and the Kenta thing, if this is proof of concept of the relationship between the two companies, then I, I'd say it's a success. I want to see more of it. I thought... Aw used Nagata well. People were really excited to see it. There there was buzz online. These are the steps I think New Japan need to take if they are going to start to to rehab their relationship with the casual Western fans.
0: I'll tell you what. I think it's it's imperative that they continue this. Um, And I think they have a partner that, and again, as you said, this is the way Kenta the 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 way um, uh, Nagata was treated the the presentation like I love the fact that they had him walking through the backstage area like it just felt like like one of the cooler things that you would see back in the day on on tapes would be um, right before a match would start and you would see the guys. Like, you know, Steve Williams or Hanson or, um, you know, Chono or, you know, whomever. And they're back behind the curtain, you know, and the music hits and then boom, now they're through the crowd. Like that just felt, it gave it a, an important feel. And, and I really did feel like it gave it an extra important feel. David, imagine,
1: imagine if you switched it on, and it had like the Mox entrance, and then the camera was just cut. Nagata's already in the ring. Just the little graphic right. comes up: Yuji Nagata. <laughs> right,
0: right, right. They treated it like like it was important, uh, and that's that meant the world, right? That meant the world because yeah, they could have very easily just been like cut to a commercial, and then he then and he's just standing in the ring. Um, the match was okay. I mean, the match was. I thought the match was good. Uh, but I, but to me, the everything that surrounded it made it feel that much more special. Um, I, I, did, think John, I did see
1: some people like throwing
0: four and a half stars at. I was like, "Come on, guys, come on!" Wow, behave! <laughs> <laughs> wow, if that's four and a half, then tell me what what Will and Shingo was. You know what I mean? Come on, like, all right, come on. Um, but even with that said. Uh, like there is something about John Moxley that i absolutely fucking dig um and a lot of that has to do with the fact that to a to a certain degree to a, a large degree he is an in independent spirit in in the sense of pro wrestling like he's reminds me and i hate to throw out the Terry Funk comparison but in the sense of he wrestles where he wants. He goes to where, where he wants. He's able to keep it quiet for the most part too. Right? Like he's, he's not like he's like, I feel like he's willing to talk to people. Like I see him on, you know, that, uh, dark side of the ring stuff and, you know, talking about Nick Gage, um, who is from what I understand, lived two I knew he was from around my area because he did rob a bank in my area. <laughs> he did go to prison, um, and it was in the newspapers. Um, but yeah, he was on that. But I just like the fact that he, you know, if he's going to show up at w- where Game Change wrestler wrestling, or he shows up at fucking Rev Pro, you know, like, like I like the that element of him. Being a guy that would be all right, yeah, I'm showing up here. You give me, you, you pay for my flight, pay for this. Oh, I'll show up, and it's and it's kept quiet. You know, that's what I like too. Um, and again, he's going to wrestle on Dynamite against uh, a New Japan dad, and then he's going to show up on Strong. You know, I, I just like the idea of it, him being unpredictable. He leans into that. I like that. But anyway, the AEW stuff. Um, look, I think it's it's the the, the New Japan people. Have to, uh, and I think they are well aware that they could definitely benefit from a a relationship with this company, um, at least for growing this brand once again and kind of getting them warmed up again in this country, in the U.S. in the West, because um, it's going to be a struggle without it. I mean, they're not just going to be able to pop here and do and 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 be at the level that they were you know when you think the height was Madison Square Garden do you think that was like the, the yes a, yeah the apex well, um, of
1: yeah maybe arguably even before then maybe like the, the event where they had um, was it Golden Lovers against the Young Bucks because I think that was maybe when or, or when they did those shows with like Kenny defending the IWGP title against Cody They they seemed really really hot at that point I There's do think that children. after the elite left they lost a little bit of buzz. You know, I think had circumstances been different and you know, I'm looking at things like the G1 show in Dallas which I think was successful but could have been better than that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's going it, to it can only help. It can only help. And again you know that the the partnership they're going to treat them. It's not going to be you know WCW invading WWF and Vince chopping <laughs> out everybody and and every other invasion angle that could have been. I don't think it's, it'll be that. So uh, you know, Dusty, you know, the Crockett guys invading uh, UWF or stuff like that. But no, it was good. It was good. Uh, again, the match was good. But I again, I liked the idea of everything around it. That that was even better.
1: Did you happen to see the Cody promo? But, uh, but I did. What, what was it? He was like
0: um proud American or some shit. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I saw some people saying, like making fun of him, saying, Oh, look, Cody's ended racism forever. Good job, Cody. Uh, I, don't <laughs> I didn't I say it. Far, he's, he's got I, I, co- I think I read about it. Um, <laughs> eh, look, you know. I, he's a pro I, wrestling I, promoter. What would you expect? He's a Cardi. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, okay, so more questions then uh, related to this match. Louis says, with seeing Ren Narita accompanying Nagata to the ring, do you think Ren might show up on AEW again, but this time in the ring?
0: I would say that's also on the table. Also a possibility. I mean, here's the thing. like We have no connection with AEW, right? So, we, we I mean, we, we wouldn't know. We're going to know as much as you, but... Uh, I mean, I think anything's, when pro wrestling companies aren't making money, it's amazing how friendly and how many partnerships and how many relationships and all of that sprout, right? I've said that a few times on this podcast, whether it be Impact, whether it be AEW, whether it be New Japan or, uh, you know, Rev Pro, Ring of Honor, every, uh, you know. I think everybody's going to be working together for a... And I, when I say working together, I mean... Okay, Juice you're, and, and Finley, you work here for a little bit just until we can get you back. And um, Shota, you, you're over here for a little bit. And Renderita, you might come over here. And, uh, you know, all of that. I think, I think everything... I'm telling you flat out. I don't think that there is much not on the table... Uh, you know, minus like Kenny versus Abushi, um, and I think that could very well be on the table. But they're waiting to get asses and seats for that. You know, there's there's different tiered things that are on the table, where you know w- we'll do this now, but you know we gotta wait for we gotta wait for people to make some serious money with these matches. I think everything's on the on the table. I really do, um, and I think the idea of these walls being up and forbidden doors and all that—I—that's I, that—that is long gone.
1: I really do think yes, so. Yes, it, it is not a forbidden door. So even referring it to a forbidden door is inaccurate. It's yeah. wide open.
0: Oh, it's—I mean—you could fucking park a truck in it. It's—it's—it's it's, it's not even, yeah, it's not even a thing anymore. It's not. It's not even a thing anymore, um, and I think we'll see more of that, uh, more of the relationships and the more of the exchanging of talent um, in in the in the very near future. Not not even like long term plan. Like it's. I mean, it's happening now. So you know uh, what, and to what lengths that will be. Again, I think there are different tiers, and I think there are different. Uh, levels to where they want to go and, and what they want to hold in their pocket until, uh, you know, fans are allowed back in buildings.
1: Sean and Iman asks, if Moxie has another title defense in Dynamite, who do you want him to face? So If you could maybe bring someone over from Japan or have someone already in the States to challenge for that US title, who would you like to see? Hmm.
0: I'm trying to think of somebody that would compliment his style but then i'm thinking would it be cooler to see someone not compliment his style he's david finley hmm i wouldn't be opposed to it i wouldn't be opposed to it um i'm thinking i got a name for you that i haven't seen in a couple months that might be itching. I bet that's Samoa Joe.
1: Mm, okay, so, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily have to be someone New Japan affiliated to challenge for that. I, mean, I, ju- I just want to see the title being defended, to be honest. Yeah. The, the more defenses he can get under his belt in high-profile spots, and that's helping to build the prestige of that title, which it, it needs, really, especially okay. given the... How many new titles are popping up all over the place in New Japan? Right. <laughs> the US title is one of the oldest, most prestigious singles <laughs> titles in the company now.
0: It is. Who would have thought that that night at uh, Hammerstein Ballroom, uh, it, would be, uh, it would be where it is now? But that's a thought, you know. I mean, that's a name. I mean, has anybody really talked about Samoa Joe at this point? You know, it, it, except, I mean, he left and everybody was like, "Oh, where is he going to sign?" blah blah blah. I mean, that would be an interesting one I would think, right? Um from a, from a new current New Japan roster guy. Hmm. I mean, he's not doing anything right now. Would Shingo be a good name?
1: Yeah, I mean, the match would be really good. they like, they wrestled before, haven't they? I'm sure they've wrestled in the G1. Um did they? But, yeah, weren't they in the same block in 2019?
0: If they did, I mean, it is early in the morning for me, Joel, but I don't know if they did.
1: I'm certain that they did. Yeah? Obviously, it <laughs> didn't leave much of an impression on you. Right. I, I don't yeah. remember yeah. it being it really a particularly memorable me. match for what it's worth. But There's, there's a name. How about I think they need it. I think he's. Too, they they need him in Japan. I'm thinking of people who are already in the states. I mean, maybe. Even, oh, right. I a, mean, well, they
0: can bring in. If they, if they can bring in, you know, they bring in. You know, they they brought in Kenta. They brought in uh, Yuji Nagata. Well, why not? Why not bring in Shingo?
1: I don't, I just think he's too valuable for the, what the product they're putting out in Japan at the moment. It's, they're sending over, people who are either going to be in the states anyway or guys so who are okay. not really doing me, much. Me, all right, I will be against it. I'll be okay with it, but I, just, I can't see it happening. All right, all right. Uh, I, I gave you two. Give me two. David Finney and Clark Connors. There you go. Clark Connors no longer a uh, young line. Did I see that mm, right? You did. We, we'll get on to that. Got a lot all to say right. about young Clark. Um, let me throw another question at you. Mark says I don't know if it would even be allowed, but could you see more Japanese talent coming over to AEW and or Strong? and getting a COVID vaccine while here. All signs seem to suggest that the vaccine rollout in Japan is extremely slow, and I can't imagine wrestlers are close to the phases uh, being allowed uh, to get appointments soon. So, you know, like uh, I said on Twitter, that in Thailand at the moment, there are some companies who are offering vaccine vacations to the states so you you fly over there for like a week's holiday you do some shopping you get your covid vaccine and then fly back to thailand so maybe (laughs) new japan will be offering something similar to their roster it's like okay yeah you fly over get get your vaccine work a strong taping have a match on dynamite maybe work impact and then back you go to japan
0: see here's the thing we i mean i i wouldn't have i wouldn't have zero problem with that period um as long as you know everybody's you know has we have the supply um, and it feels like we do.
1: Uh, yeah, I think you're doing all right for supply. Seems right, listen, seems fine. It seems like it. you got enough. Maybe even more than enough.
0: <laughs> you know what? Everybody wants three. What do you think of that? Everybody wants three now. Oh, now we're a great country. Now, now it's uh, okay. All right, now you know it is. All right,
1: uh, USA, USA, USA. You,
0: yeah, come on. Listen, we did something right. We did something right. I'm proud of it. All right, Cody. Um, God. <laughs> come on, i got to get my neck tattooed. Leave me alone. Um, I uh, When we got... I'm trying to think, like, what did we have to do? We had to show... But that was a while ago.
1: Like we had I to don't show think need to show any of you now. They're fucking trying to bribe people with beer and shit. I shots. know baseball tickets, I know. You can't walk down the street with someone trying to fucking vaccinate you in the States. <laughs> I know. Trust me.
0: I swear to you, this is a true story. I went to I had to get uh, a prescription refilled. And I went and we have like uh you you can drive through. So it's like almost like going to a fast food place and you drive through and you you're like you giving your name and your insurance card, and they give you your prescription. You don't even have to leave the car. It's wonderful. Uh, and my I'm Aaron, they're like, hey, you get your second shot yet? And I was like, yeah. He goes, ah, because we had like two or three extra for the day, and, you know, we, we'd like to use them. Like they were going to stick me <laughs> right then to there. I was like, well, now I'm good. I got it. Um, I mean, I'll take a third one if you want. Um, but, yeah, we we, we do have – we do have a surplus, that's for sure. But And here's the thing, too. Like, here's what – like, there are still people that – I mean, youngsters, like, like we have now where, like you know, 12 to 14-year-olds can get it now. Um, like, here's the thing. Again, if anybody wants it, uh, you can get it easily at this point. Easily. Um, and the, the way I kind of see it is, if, like, you know, at, we're at the point where these are people that aren't going to get it. Okay. For whatever reasons, they're not going to get it. Um, let's start shipping it out. Let's 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 you know. Because here's the thing: it's only going to help everyone. Like like if Australia is is, is vaccinated, right? That's that's only going to help everyone. If Japan is vaccinated, it's only going to help anyone. I, India, it's only going to help any everyone. Canada. So you know. Notice how I didn't say Thailand. You notice that. Look at the other side, Joe. I didn't even mention. Get Thailand in there, everyone. Probably going to be a bit while.
1: They're, they're as bad as uh, Japan. I think what happened over here is when the infection levels are relatively low, they got really complacent. They were like, ah, it's fine. apparently they the the US even offered a load of uh, vaccines to Thailand, and Thailand were like, nah, we don't need that. We're fine. Oh. We've got it under control. And now it's all blown up in their face. So hopefully lessons have been learned, and I'll get. My vaccine soon Although, you know, obviously I don't have the, the pressing need to do it With all that bullshit about Get the Chinese-produced vaccine And you can come back to China Fucking politicising it But uh, I would still like to have one It would make me feel comfortable to get it Do you have anything Anything that you want to get off your chest about China? Oh, man I <laughs> I thought about it I'm like, we'll should I absolutely hour? bury them? Should I take it to the fucking woodshed On this episode? Because <laughs> I doubt anyone from the uh, the CCP is listening, but if they are, I got I got a few choice words for you, oh. fuckers. <laughs> oh no! We're See get- now, <laughs> now that I'm no longer uh, profiting now, you know from you know, their economic system, I can I can, uh, I can I can can um, condemn their human rights atrocities. And now I'm no longer there; I can say, "Fucking hell, their treatment of the Uyghur Muslims absolutely atrocious." Damon, <laughs> Who wouldn't hear me saying that while I'm gainfully employed over there, but now. <laughs> Awful, awful! I can't, I cannot believe people go to that country and, and profit from these these human rights atrocities, Damon. How could people do that? How can they sleep at night and, and live with themselves doing that? Uh, I mean,
0: you know, not for nothing. we am sure we have a quite, quite a laundry list over here. Uh, you know, uh, people in glass houses, as they say. Um, yeah, maybe maybe we'll hold off on that episode, and uh, uh, just because I don't want anyone knocking on your door. <laughs>
1: I'm not in a the conjurer, they can't get me, Damon. As long as I'm not like, right, criticizing listen, the,
0: just, you know, the government look, and the, just...
1: the royal family, the country that I'm in at the moment, then they can't get me, Damon. <laughs> oh, I'm untouchable.
0: You're untouchable. all right. I've seen movies where they they'll find
1: you. Uh, all right.
0: So that's And they're gonna that. send
1: like Batman over <laughs> Christian yeah, Bell to yeah. extradite <laughs> me and answer right. for my uh, my podcast crimes.
0: Yes. You know, I'm sure there's high ranking government officials in China listening to the Super J Cast. Uh, look we
1: uh, we have not a lot to talk about with pro wrestling do we <laughs> okay alright back to the pro wrestling I Do oh. well, D- Damon there's plenty you know we've talked about Moxie versus Nagata we're 42 minutes into the show uh, Mr right. Carden says if AW were to do another open challenge angle for the TNT title who from New Japan would you like to come to AW and challenge Miro for that title so Miro the, the artist formerly oh. known as Rusev Esther's back oh. hello darling so you so want to on. challenge Miro for the title I think He's a bit big for you, darling. He'd probably bust you up. I'd, I wouldn't fancy your chances. Um, yeah, so would you like to see anyone from New Japan coming over to have a crack at that belt? The, the TNT title, not a single person
0: <laughs> is that the, like the I, I, that's the one you know, that's their TV title. No, that's Darby Allin. Yeah. What's the TNT?
1: Title? Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's that's right. Uh, I oh. believe Miro beat Darby Allin for it. Okay, um, right. the show that we're talking about, gotcha. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no how no, no, t- well, are You go and tune into Everything Elite on yeah. the Voice of yeah. Everything Podcast Network.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Alrighty then. Someone, o- someone want. asked if we were going to do a crossover podcast to talk about Moxie versus Nagata. I was like, really, a crossover podcast to talk about a ten-minute match? Are you joking, mate? It's, no, actually, that would be that'd be great given our time stamps from most shows. <laughs> oh yeah, they, maybe we could get a, a bit of a bump from them. They've, they've got all their their advertising money in there, so uh, they, you know, oh, yeah, they've still got yeah. the my bookie and the all that shit. Uh, okay, are they, doing, are they doing well? Are they doing well? Yeah of course They're talking about US wrestling Damn. Why do you think I'm leaning so hard On the strong stuff I'm hoping that They come back to us <laughs> Right Yeah Yeah they're probably In a good spot hmm. Alright listen well, We were there once
0: <laughs> We were hot once
1: The glory days uh, Leave the memories alone Oh uh, I know
0: Alright um,
1: uh, Who do I want I, I mean I, I don't, You don't I, care uh, That's fine It's okay I honestly, honestly don't uh I another match I watched uh where I you know I've, I've seen these little matches popping up on World so I thought you know I'll check it out. I watched Carl Anderson versus David Finlay. I I wasn't planning on watching that but when uh, an interesting looking 10 minute match pops up on World I thought why not. Uh you know it, it's not likely to convert me into becoming a, an avid Impact fan. You know it's more like I I just want to see what Finlay's up to but I, I I do appreciate the way these promotions are working together. It it seems like a healthy relationship with Impact. It's providing alternatives to uh, uh, the 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 monolithic, monopolistic industry leader Which, you know, I, that can only be a good thing So I was watching this match And then of course it ends with uh, Kenny running in and causing the DQ <laughs> Reminds me why I don't <laughs> like watching US wrestling in the first place But you know, I'm not going to bury them for it It was a, a setup match for sure I, I saved my energy for burying shitty New Japan booking You know, if, if it starts bleeding over into Impact Then the, the games are really So I'm guessing you didn't watch this one But s- sticking with Impact Did you see El Phantasmo against Josh Alexander For the... Uh, X Division title because this is recommended to me by uh listener Frankie He said uh, would recommend watching the CLP versus Alexander match from Impact absolutely the type of guy they should be bringing in for best of super juniors and the match here rules so did you manage to see this one Damon uh, no I did not I'm, unfortunately it did not
0: did you see it this I did question?
1: I did see it and I like Frankie was really impressed by Josh Alexander he's Reminds me a bit of Kurt Angle. He's got like the wrestling oh. headgear on, the the um, the singlet, and a very sort of matte grappling based style. So I like the look. I like the gimmick, and I, again, it just makes you wonder if he would be interested in flying over for some matches or a best of the Super Juniors. Because God knows that the New Japan Junior Division needs uh, some fresh faces in it right now. You know, uh, the match was really good. You know, we know what ELP can do, but. Uh, you know he definitely played his part here made Josh Alexander look good really good match it made me want to see more of Josh Alexander certainly made me want to see him in New Japan he looks good he's got intensity he's got wrestling chops good transitions his moves look like they hurt like there was a the the climactic part of the match where he it was like a a powerbomb into his knee looked really nasty and then transitioned that into an ankle lock so if New Japan can work out a deal that's a no-brainer for me so again if anyone hasn't watched it fire up New Japan World check it out Josh Alexander very very impressive all right. So you you're recommending people go
0: out uh, is it a, a go out of your way and watch or
1: Yes, I would say go out of your time. way and watch it. It's, you know, it's not particularly long. It's like the, the whole video file is about 20 minutes and I I guarantee you'll come away with it wanting to see Josh Alexander in new Japan. Whether or not that happens in the future, who knows, but again, I just I like to see these partnerships with AEW and Impact so you get interesting little opportunities popping up like this.
0: All right, Esther. All right. We get it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's always trying to put herself over this one. Really? All right, uh, let's move on to New Japan Strong then. So we opened up with uh, so this is the Collision Tour. Started off with Rocky Romero defeating AJZ in ten minutes fifty six seconds via backslide. Uh, so we've got then we've got another uh, three letter initial wrestle here, and eventually I hope this is going to pay off. I, I want to see uh, an AJZ versus TJP versus DKC versus ACH versus ELP letters on a pole match where all those letters are suspended above the ring and the wrestlers have to climb up a ladder and, and retrieve three letters and whatever letters they, they retrieve, that's, that's what their new name has got to be. I don't know. Maybe I need to workshop that a bit more. It didn't seem that good when I said it out loud. <laughs> it sounded better in my head than when I've actually vocalized it. But uh, I, I thought this was good. I thought AJZ looks good. He kind of reminds me of a young Billy Gunn, actually very, very hateable gimmick in a good way. And, this guy's a kid. He's only twenty-two years old. He's from a high valley wrestling, so he's, he gets the standard introductory singles match with Rocky. You know, Rocky's the, uh, the gatekeeper here on Strong. I thought uh, AJZ showed some good stuff here. I like the, the pop up punch. Very athletic. He showed a lot of passion. Selling was good. I liked him using the anyone who's seen the movie Enter the Dragon. He used the the rope counter to the armbar with biting Rocky's leg there. Finish was really interesting, really remarkable here with Rocky stealing the win uh, with a backside. You don't often see that with uh, these, these new young guys coming. in. Usually Rocky will go over pretty comprehensively, but they made AJZ look very strong here, and I think that's significant. You know, I don't know if he's going to turn out to be a, a huge success, but anyway, it, it is good to see Strong doing some. What, what I think is really good quality scouting, finding exciting talent in the American independent circuit, guys who haven't been hoovered up, into the performance center uh, yet, you know. And and perhaps AJZ should be gunning for uh, a spot in the LA Dojo to train with Shibata. I mean, I would be if I were a young American wrestler. I think the DKC it could be the blueprint for that path for, for other wrestlers. And looking more long-term, uh, AJZ, he's the golden boy. Let's pair him up with Jordan Clearwater, get a strong tag division cooking. So, what did you think of the match? What did you think of AJZ?
0: I liked AJZ um I thought the match was f- more than fine. I mean, I'm it's hard to to get super excited about, you know, an opening match like this. But um I here's what I do like. I like the fact that you like people know that okay, you're in the ring singles match, it's Rocky Romero. And I don't know if it's people get out their their critique notebook, you know, but they they kind of know that it's time uh I don't want to say if they've got the chops, right? You got to, you know, it, it, you're treating it like it's a tryout, right? Um, and I kind of like that. I Only in the sense that, like, you're, in your mind, you're kind of rooting for the person to do well, right? And if that's AJZ, if that's Fred Rosser, if that's fucking, you know, whomever, right? You know that they're when they're in that spot, like, in at least in my mind, like I'm rooting for them to do well. And I thought they did well. Kept up. Uh, I think Rocky's fantastic. Rocky's been all over the place, it feels like. I've seen more. I feel like I've seen more Rocky in the past week than I have uh, in months. Uh, but it was good. It was fine. Yeah. And it was surprising. Little backslide win. It was fine. What was that? Like, it's uh, eight minutes? You know, it's good.
1: Our second match was Leo Rush and Fred Rosser defeating Hikileo and El Phantasmo. So Leo Rush got the pin over El Phantasmo in 9 minutes 53 following the rush hour. And I just think it's kind of cool how we have a a sort of Hontai New Japan army in strong. And it kind of feels to me like Fred Rosser is the the de facto leader for that. I I don't know if you feel that way, but I I sort of get really good dad energy from Fred Rosser. I really like him. He just seems like a nice dude. Uh, Anyway, so we've got a tag match here with relatively deep history as far as Strong goes between the participants you know ELP and uh, Leo Rush have had a few matches together uh, in uh, Super J Cup tournaments over the last couple of years Rossa and Hiko Leo also approaching their rubber match as well so right. I think in, in Strong we sort of moved beyond the four random dudes paired together era and we're starting to, to build some long term stories here nice little appetizer for the Fred Rosser against Hiko Leo no DQ match coming up I really like both promos afterwards from rosser and, and Leo Rush. I thought yep. it put over the feud well. Made me excited to see the next chapter. One thing not so keen on is Alex Kozlov's heel commentary. It's quite irritating. He's not a good commentator. If they can get someone else in, they should. Because I think if they are going to try and, and make something of New Japan Strong, he would be uh, a, a weak link, I think, at least.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, it's. I think people at first were kind of like, uh, 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 not... Happy with it, and then it got to the point where it was it was bad, but it was almost comically bad. So people almost enjoyed it. If that's you know, if that's a thing, but yeah, I mean, I I, I tend to agree. I don't I don't I yeah I'll leave it at that. I don't want to I don't want to bury the guy, but I don't I don't know if the that's the best fit. Um, and that's okay. You know, not everybody's not everybody can cut it doing that. It's not the easiest thing to do, but yeah, it's a little. Uh, but you're right, I do like the fact that yeah, there there is underlying backstories in this. Um Hicaleo, Rosser, uh, El Fantasmo, Leo Rush. Um and the fact that we're you mentioned the the backstage promos too, where um who was it? Uh who was first? Um Fred uh, Rosser. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Talking about the feud there, um, mentioned like this family and stuff and then you, know, you had the, the Leo Rush one, where he gets the gets a little revenge for uh, the losses that he had. So, yeah, it's good. I mean, I like this show a lot because again, and it doesn't feel like we we add a lot of insight into the matches themselves just because they're short. But that I I, I like that they're, they, they I feel like they speak for themselves. I mean, what more can we say about them? I think they're presented well. They're but but it's quick. It's fine.
1: And our main event was a special elimination match with the Team Filthy team of Danny Linelight, JR Kratos, Chris Dickinson, Tom Lawler defeating the team of Clark Connors, TJP, Brodie King, and Carl Frederick. So it finished in 18 minutes, 36 seconds with Chris Dickinson uh, throwing Clark Connors over the top rope. Think that's what it says on the website, anyway. Uh, so I really like this one. So first of all, the, the, the most notable thing I guess is the fact that Clark Connors has graduated. He's got his new gear. He is the Wild Rhino, and I just thought this was a really fun match, really well booked main event. Gave everyone a bit of shine. Set up some future programs. So for example, there's a bit of disharmony between Clark and TJP. You know, they faced each other in the the New Japan Cup USA. So maybe they're going to resume their feud. We have Carl Fredericks managing to eliminate Tom Lawless so maybe Carl has got a claim to a future title shot for that never open weight uh, sorry the strong open weight title Uh, and I I really like the closing sequence between Clark and Dickinson that was particularly good you know arguably two of the best wrestlers in that match We finished with uh, Team Filthy betraying Chris Dickinson, which was a shame. You know, I was kind of hoping they'd do something refreshing and have them manage to keep it together until they had their their title match. But it's to be expected, you know. This is, I know this is New Japan, uh, but it's still US wrestling at the end of the day. Um, So, and also we got a little shout out to the Violence Unlimited, the ROH stable at the end where Brody King and Chris Dickinson uh, were there for each other and shook hands. But I thought this was a really fun main event, Damon. I like the main event a lot. Um,
0: uh, Team Filthy, I like a lot. I'm really liking it a lot. I, I wish they would have stretched this out a little bit more, um, and not have the turn so quick. Um, I mean, look, I I understand that it does add a little bit more heat to the to the title match, um, and it's been done, you know, plenty of times in the U.S. Uh, Brody King. Man, I like this show, man. I, I really do. I really do. Uh, I thought it was strong. Pardon the pun. I thought it was a strong show. And here's the thing, too. I, the one I remember back, I always used to say, you know, they could just get a little bit more uh, story-based and a little bit more of a hook, right, to keep you watching week to week. And I think they're getting that element. I think that's I think that's absolute I think this was probably the episode that had more of that than anyone I remember that they're clicking on all cylinders man I'm not I'm not lying they are clicking on all cylinders I can't believe anyone at this point is not in on this like I just feel like you're missing out get you got to get on the strong man I mean Joel was first I mean there's no doubt and I've gradually kind of, okay, all right, I got to catch, got to catch, got to catch. And I got to be honest with you, Joe still has to remind me sometimes that, oh, don't forget strong. But, oh, I forgot to catch it, blah, blah, blah. But I'm telling you, every time I turn it off, every time I turn it off, I, I'm not disappointed that I watched it. I'm not. I think it's the – seriously, I, I say this without any hint of uh, sarcasm or any hint of – I think it's the best – us pro wrestling show i really do i mean for for the money i think it's the best pro wrestling tv
1: show on right now i agree with you i've you know i said the same thing many weeks ago um you know this is it's not me throwing shade at dynamite i can see dynamite is a really popular show i can see why loads of people really like it but for my particular taste i like the simplicity of Strong. It is elegant in its simplicity. It's really, you know, it's a short show. Uh, I, I'm just repeating myself. I say the same things about Strong every week. They still apply. It's really good. And if you like wrestling, you should be watching Strong. Um, I mean, in terms of getting you hooked for next week, next week, we've got a uh, singles match. We've got Alex Coglin versus Bateman, which should be really interesting. I'll be interested to see who picks up the win there. We've got Brody King, and Carl Fredericks against Danny Limelight and JR Kratos. And then our main event is a no DQ match between Fred Rosser and Hiko And if you'd have told me uh, even 12 months ago that I'd be really looking forward to a Fred Rosser versus Hiko match, then right. I would have called you a liar. But I'm, I'm well into this, statement. Let me give you
0: this. We are now moving in on June. Do you think Fred Rosser gets most improved votes
1: for your end awards? I think he deserves it. I, I think too, cool. because you know when he first arrived in Strong, I said it. I said on this show, I was like, oh, you know, he's still working like a what looks like a WWE house style to me. I'm like, you know, it's, it's a bit cheesy. I'm not not a fan, but I'm eating my words here because I think he's really improved, He's really stepped up. He's he's laying in his strikes. He's throwing his weight around. He is he is wrestling like a big muscular strong dude like him should be wrestling. He's playing to his strengths, and the, the character's coming across well. You know, this is a guy who works hard he's, he's honest he fights the right way but if you piss him off he's gonna fuck you up and i really like that i think he does i think there's
0: gonna be a lot of strong votes like i think i think strong as just in general like the 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 way it's booked and the way that the show is 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 delivered and packaged um and all the wrestlers I bet you strong gets like a like what 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 category do is it like mo not most improved but like um I don't know highlight or I don't know what we have I know we have biggest disappointment but um you know strong strong has like in a year where we've had good New Japan stuff don't get me wrong like I mean main roster stuff we've had good stuff um but you know we've had our struggles too. I think strong is one of the highlights that New Japan has right now. And I think year-end, I mean, if they continue on this path, if they continue this momentum, I think uh, there's going to be a lot of, like, they might not get, like, first-place votes. They might not even get second-place votes. But you're going to see shit like, you know, Tom Lawler get votes. You'll see Chris Dickinson get votes for stuff. You'll see Clark Connors gets votes for stuff. You'll, you'll And again, Fred Rosser, you'll, you'll see, get votes for stuff. Um, I think they'll be in the mix. I think they'll be in the mix. I mean, they're not going to walk away with awards, but I think people are starting to recognize. And I think if you're listening to this podcast, you have to start to recognize that show as a show that you watch every week. Have to.
1: Totally agree. And I'll say if they get permission to start getting fans in there, then I'm going to be a very, very happy boy. So uh, that is strong covered. So we'll do some questions then, Damon. Um, yeah, we can do a couple questions. Sure. Discord vase collector says, "What's the over under date on Miho Abe and Taichi reuniting? Only then will I feel like things are back to normal. So do you, yeah. do you think that's going to happen in the future, or are you not really bothered?" I mean i think it will happen i, know, I think she's important to, to the to the gimmick um
0: i guess you know they're just trying to cut people that have to be in the arena right um so
1: uh, yeah i think i think definitely they'll be back together
0: I don't, why not why not
1: yeah i feel zach is kind of playing a, a similar role at the moment but i would never say no to <laughs> getting her back. I'm, I'm a fan. I think it, it yeah. enhances Taichi's gimmick, so hopefully we get to see her soon. Uh, Bash says, what do you think of the new Apple Podcast subscription service that's announced today? Will you be joining or sticking with Red Circle with donations? Look, I know nothing about it, so if someone can uh, tweet me or message me and explain what it is and can I make money from it, then I, I, I'm all ears. I don't know. Do you know anything about the Apple no. Podcast subscription? No. Well, let us know. We're, we're always open to... New things like that. Uh, although I think Red Circle has been good for us so far. P- people have been quite generous with that. It's always good to see the um, money coming in every month and, and people digging into their pockets and supporting us. So thank you for all the people who've done that. We we appreciate you. Absolutely. Um, okay, so Dylan says, if there was an ESL or Pro Wrestling Noah type split of talent from NJPW, who would you take from New Japan to build a new company around? So... I don't know. Let's say okay. maybe one person, or you could do more than one if you want. Who would you be taking to, to build your promotion around? Who would be your ace?
0: Um, I would take Okada.
1: Hmm. Broken down old man. Ah, uh, listen. All he needs. <laughs> all he needs is a
0: little rehab. Take some time off. Rest his bumps and bruises. Uh, he's come up. He's he's what, 30, if that? Um, he's still one of the greatest of all time. Is Okada one of the greatest of all time?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. I'm taking Okada. I am taking, as the star of my company, building the whole promotion around great Okada. Wow! Yeah.
0: Look at you. What a gu- That's a gutsy move. So... In four months, when, when you're running your last show, um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh. you haven't You have that entire roster. You're really going to take the great Okan. Yeah, it's going to be a sort of 80s style uh, oh. <laughs> Saturday morning ITV World of Sport promotion. Wow. Look at you. That's gutsy. Who's your second pick? Um Dick Togo. No. Ah. Oh, <laughs> no. uh, if wait. I can take from abroad as well, yeah. I would take Clark Connors. Wow. Oh, look at you. That's that is going to be my flagship feud in my sold out Tokyo Clark dome. Connors. O'Conn against Clark Connors. Wow.
0: I mean, okay. I uh, I'm trying to think outside
1: the box here. You know, I could give <laughs> boring picks, but I I like it. I'm, I'm standing by my idea. Okay, I will take as my second pick, Hiromu Takahashi. All right. So we're doing is, is that you going for that to be your big money feud as well, Okada against Hiro? Um, I mean, Hiromu. maybe. I mean, I don't
0: know. I don't know if that's going to be it, but I, I got plans. I got plans. I'm calling my promotion the hospital ward. <laughs> <laughs> We don't run shows. We just look at, watch people get like m- massages and uh, uh, wrapped up in that uh, athletic tape.
1: That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. O- o- Ocada's doing a fishing program. Here on, we're doing lots of chat shows where he's doing wacky things like putting on makeup, yep, doing his artwork, yep. painting channel.
0: Yep. <laughs> this, this this sounds wonderful.
1: Ah, Okay, Uh, Batch says, do you think New Japan keep up this format of multiple shows when the pandemic is over or do they go back to the old format of one big long show instead of spreading things out? So would you rather have big shows going five hours long like they used to with with these solid undercards or the pick and choose matches you want to watch in the COVID era that we're in now? They're going to get as many
0: shows as they can in as many buildings that are willing to pay them uh, to make up for lost funds. Uh, So... I don't see the 5 hours. Here's the thing. They are probably told they got to keep shows under a certain time frame. Like like the buildings are like you can't run a fucking 5 hour show. We can't do that in this day and age. You we got to do we got to do a 2 hour. Because again, it's not just the wrestlers. It's the production crew. It's the vendors. It's the people who clean the arena. It like they want people in and get the fuck out. Um. so they're going to do as many shows as they possibly can so I think we'll see this what we have right now for the foreseeable future
1: Gary says is Tangaloa ready to be the breakout star from G.O.D.? He's looking amazing no. on the road to <laughs> he says so, he needs to leave Bullet Club for it to happen where's his ceiling? We talked about Tangaloa before give me a ceiling on Tangaloa please uh, you, you saw it <laughs> that 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 I don't think
0: uh, he's a no I don't... Come on. Are you Do you really want to... Give me a title that you would put on him. A singles title that you're going to put on him.
1: No. Exactly. I refuse. <laughs> it's right. not getting one. Well. Not yet, anyway, but uh, I, I can't see it. I think, you know, maybe...
0: On that he, roster?
1: On that roster,
0: no. you're going to give him the title. No. A title. No,
1: you're not doing that. Uh, okay. Uh, Steel O'Neill says, Who in New Japan w- should get a rebrand to look... Slash act like Lady Dimitrescu From Resident Evil Village Who we talked about last week Uh, Their height could be Magically changed to 10 feet Uh, Sorry to recycle an answer I would have Great Okan As a 10 feet But I'd also have Great Okan I'd have Lady (laughs) Lady Anime Great (laughs) Okan The busty anime Lady Great Okan 10 foot tall Just chasing people Around the arenas Picking them up and that And and terrorising them Uh, Maybe that could be the gimmick For my (laughs) new promotion (laughs) Clark
0: Connors we've got a gimmick for you <laughs> he's like oh shit uh, do I have to answer that I, no, I would no, give you it don't,
1: you don't have to either. All right, I'll, I'll say Hikaleo because he's got the height already <laughs> uh, MMA Army says if you could pick one of the older currently contracted post 40 club back to their prime in current day New Japan who would it be so Nagata Tenzan Kojima etc removing Tanahashi from this is probably most people's choices so if you could uh, bring one of the dads into their prime who would you do
0: Kojima was awesome. Triple Crown, on where a lot of those matches are really good. He might be my pick. Yeah, I would go that route.
1: I go Nagata. I was always a a huge fan of his. I really enjoyed, you know, just the whole Inokiism thing. Just didn't, just worked out really badly for Yuji Nagata. I think had it had that not been a thing, then he could have been a, a huge. Or definitely a much bigger star in pro wrestling than he turned out to be. Okay, but
0: just- well, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's play the devil's advocate on that. Inoki rolls the dice, throws him in that in that fucking fire pit, and let's say he survives, and not only survives, let's say by by the flukiest of fluky flukes, he wins, right? He and and. You know, then maybe he, they do it again and he wins again. He becomes the biggest star in fucking pro wrestling. He becomes Sakuraba. You know so, what I mean?
1: Sorry, just so I'm clear, you're saying if Yuji Nagata managed to beat Mirko Krokop and Fedor yes. Milianenko, two of the greatest MMA heavyweights of all time, if he yes. managed to beat them, it could have been a very different story. Yeah. What I agree. <laughs> if it turned okay, out that Yuji what- Nagata was actually one of the greatest fighters on the planet, then yes. <laughs> But he wasn't. What I'm saying is,
0: but but, again, they rolled the dice. The odds were absolutely stacked against them, Joe. But all I'm saying is, if one fucking punch, one punch landed, hey, listen, Buster Douglas knocked out Mike Tyson.
1: All right. I, d- well, I don't know how This is not a, a referendum on Enochism I'm not You know That's another discussion time. Bad, I, but- I don't think it was all bad I like Bob Sapp I thought he was a decent wrestler Back in the day You know We've we still got our uh, Old watch along n- Notes from that Well I have anyway We, we never talked about So I'll, I'll save them Save them oh. My takes about Bob Sapp For another day But The question was Who would you bring back To their prime My answer would be Yuji Nagato Because I think he's yeah. Brilliant And I, I love know. him I love him, too. I love him, too. Uh, Aditya says, uh, Dana throwaway line last week about Liger returning makes me think, why not let Liger help the booking? Wasn't he, didn't, wasn't he, wasn't he used to book the junior heavies? Was Liger's time yeah. as a booker any badly? Is he not currently involved in the booking? I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's a voice in there.
0: He might. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he's a voice in there. Uh, but I don't know if he's at every show, and I don't know if, you know, I don't... He seems to be... I, I see him everywhere else but at wrestling shows, it feels like. Um... Uh, I mean, look, he, yes, he did to answer the question and yes, he could. Um, and I don't think they would hand wave him and be like, okay, we got it all under control. Thanks. Uh, but here's the thing. I don't know. I don't know how, how much input he would have at this point. He seems very content. He really does. (laughs) I mean, every, every time I see him, he looks happier than he ever has. Uh, he looks like a guy, he looks like a guy who. You know, there's a big difference between a guy who retires and doesn't really retire. Like, they have to work because they don't really have the money. Uh, but if you have the money and you retire, oh, life is great. Oh, I can't think of anything. He enjoys his fishing and painting his Godzillas. What is, does he really want to get involved in you know, fucking, fucking New Japan? Uh, like, you know, show up,
1: do commentating. Oh, he's living the life living the life Mm -hmm. let me jump into our next question then Cola Blue says there's a great Ibushi interview on the website about the 99% negative reaction about the unification and also has a great bit about Ibushi's personal dojo being his quote unquote mind palace so the question is what's your mind palace um, I'm not exactly sure what a mind palace is but I sometimes uh, like to imagine myself walking around the Spencer Mansion from the uh, Resident Evil <laughs> the Resident <laughs> Evil remake without all the monsters and zombies in there but I just I just like the architecture I like that house that I like the mansion so I sort of imagine I'm walking around there because I've played it so many fucking times I know it uh, off by heart so uh, there's my answer do you, do you have a mind palace Damon? Well I-, I will say this that in my house there are two rooms that
0: I think I get most of my decompression. You know what I mean? Like there are rooms that just have a certain f- feel. I guess that I prefer. One is our bedroom. Like we, and we say it all the time. It's just like literally you're brought. Oh, you're taken away from the world. Uh, and truth be told, second is my bar. Like I we s- just sit out there and it's like it's just a. I don't know. It's just like a like a, a good place. And so, yeah, I, def- I, I definitely can subscribe to that theory, uh,
1: but I would say bedroom <clears throat> bar. Alfredo says, "What would what be the best way to separate the current world title back to the heavy world and intercontinental straps?" Who does it? I thought we were past this. That was the one saving grace of them doing this stupid fucking unifications. That we stop getting questions every month about how they're <laughs> going to separate the bus? It's not going to happen. I don't think they're going to yeah. do it. I, I don't think we're going to see the IC title again, personally. Yeah,
0: I think it's. I mean, they. This is it. That this is this is it. Let me, right, now that you've had some time to digest it, what do you think of the title? The actual belt itself.
1: It's okay. I mean, it's not a terrible looking title. I just think the problem is that it's replacing one that I thought was sort of aesthetically perfect. So, yeah, it's it's fine. Still don't like it.
0: Still don't like it. I really don't. I just. I just. I just. I don't know. Just. I will say this though somebody had mentioned it too. It feels like it fits Will perfectly, <laughs> like like you know what I mean, like like around his waist. Like it feels yeah, like it was like yeah. custom made for him. Yeah, you know? even um, the, the little wings yeah, on it as well. Honestly, they just seem to suit I really it, don't, don't, it. don't like the look of it. But
1: oh well, yeah, it is what it is. Jake says, San changing the Booker or pairing up with Western promotions. What is the best option for rejuvenating a flagging New Japan product?" Well, I've already gone into that, Jake, in the, this show. Uh, Ten foot tall. Uh, Lady Grey Okan <laughs> with big boobs. That- <laughs> that's it. Away we go. Bring no, I don't, because I, I would have said, you know, pa- I, I think pairing up with uh, AW and Impact is taking good steps towards that, but uh, the, the parameters of the question says that's not allowed. So, what do you think, David? What could New Japan do to inject a bit of life and, and excitement back into the product? I think they're doing a good
0: job. I, look, if if one of our biggest complaints were uh, shows being shows with matches that were uh and then a main event that were okay and not great and now you have a guy uh that is your your world champion that can produce great matches um and 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 leave leave you satisfied that's that helps trust me that helps the biggest problem is this start stop start stop empty sh- empty arena half full arena programs being scratched just just a lack of d- overall direction just because it's hard to have any momentum or direction with the way that things are going on over there it's tough um I will say that if G1 could could definitely do that. I feel like everybody's on board when it comes to G1. You know what I mean? Everybody kind of gets back on the ship cuz they know they're going to see some great stuff overall. Again, there are times though, but they I I hate to say it, they got to really do a do a great job and I don't know if we're in that 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 super G1 era anymore. Right? We're in that opening night great handful of matches in the middle great and then finals great kind of mode and i i I hope that they find a way to get out of that because they really need that could be a great tool to re-spark energy and 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 chatter and that um so i think i think they really need a, a solid g1 to get people back on board
1: Dr. Gary says, at what point do we see the transition of Tanahashi to full-blown dad status? Do you see any other titles in his future? I, I still think he's way too valuable to... I don't know if I could ever see him just becoming sort of random dad in a eight-man undercard tag match. I always think there's enough cachet with him to to be doing something interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, it,
0: let's put it this way. I think it's, it's his decision. I don't think anybody's going to come to him and be like, you're dad now. Like, I just think he's got too much stroke. Um, that being said, eh, he look, he's not the same guy he was five years ago. He is, uh, you know, just a laundry list of injuries. But But of anybody who can piece together a pro wrestling match and make it great and quite honestly get up for a big spot, it's him. You know what I mean? Like I always say, you know, Tokyo Dome. Don't count Tanahashi out, and he and he delivers. Um, so no, I think I think that's. I don't think that necessarily ever happens. In the sense that we see it now, um,
1: I think it will always somewhat be in a mix. I really do. SizzleBee says, Only this year you guys said Okada would win either New Japan Cup or G1 and Osprey would win the other. What's your guys' stance on this now? How does Shingo, Ibushi, Naito, etc. fit into this picture? Oh, am I still going to back Okada for the G1? I don't know now because I could actually. I, I think he was a favourite to beat Will Ospreay and, and win that title. So I'm not sure about Okada winning G1 now.
0: I... I think he does. I, th- I think he does. I think that's, I think that's where we're going. I think he, I think Okada wins G1 and Wrestle Kingdom is Will and uh, and Okada. Because again, we don't know what the status is of these other don't, I mean, they might just scrap them. I mean, let's put it this way. How do they go back on that? Like, how do they, I don't, like, there's so many I don't knows. Like, like literally, they could just say, "Okay, we're not going to run these shows." And and can I be honest with you? Would anyone be upset with that if they just said, "Okay, we had that, we were going to do it. We're not going to do it now. We're moving forward in the calendar year, and we're focused on G one." Would anybody have a problem with that? No, I think that would be the best best thing to do, personally. Right? Why shoehorn it in? Why why try to fit? 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag let's just you know I think that might be the best way to go
1: alright uh, uh, let's stop there because my dinner's just arrived I'm hungry uh, so yeah. <laughs> thank you everyone uh, redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash j dash cast if you want to throw some money our way discord link is, is that you knocking no, uh, I'm not here. Um, I, was, I was talking to Malley. I heard oh, knocking. I was worried someone was at the, at the door. Uh, Discord ding is in the show notes, at CobraKawaii and com forward slash SuperJCast if you want to get one of our t-shirts. Big thank you to Editor Dan. Find him on Twitter at LousyHero219. Subscribe to the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. Give us a five Snake review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at Cast. Thank you everyone for listening and now stick around and enjoy some more of the very best of the Super J brought to you by uh, John Entman. So I hand over to Editor Dan and we'll see you guys next week. Yeah,
0: firstly an apology. Um, I did end up putting every single one of the clips Um, on the last episode and then found out when I woke up the next day that um, I might have gone a little bit overboard and I was only meant to use a few so apologies for that Uh, so coming up now is some of the clips that we had to take out from the last week it won't be five hours long I promise Um, yeah sorry about that Uh, enjoy guys and speak to you soon peace and it's a magical time of the year and it's uh, a little different gonna be a little bit different but in many ways, in many regards, jealous is going to be the same, and it's for me one of the best times of the year. Um, every night, you turn on that TV, you know you're going to get something good. Um, and I'm not, I'm not excited about much. I'm excited about this for sure. So so, okay, whatever time that might wind up being East Coast, I'll, I'll, the minute I wake up. T V pop on and then I'll and then I'll watch those matches. To be to remain spoiler free. Because I have people in my life that okay, of course I'm not on Twitter, but oh they'll text me. <laughs> oh, Cheryl gonna run it in it the room and be like,
1: oh my god, <laughs> did you see Ishii just getting
0: the big I upset can, there? Right. Would it would be my look. My cat will instantly speak English.
1: Hey! Oh got a big win there, didn't he?
0: Oh, fuck yourself, peanut. That's that's as as the kids like to say, that's my jam. Stranger things have happened in the fucking world of pro graps, as the kids hate saying, and I do too. I know, I know, I know. Jericho doesn't, you know, this is his a band.
1: Fuck, does right. he? He do whatever he wants. <laughs> no masks
0: for Jericho Cruz. Uh, didn't he perform at like that Sturgis rally, that motorcycle yep. rally
1: thing? Yep.
0: Yeah, that turned that turned into a nice little idea, within not it? Nice little super yeah, spreader idea. Yeah, it didn't idea. go very well, did it? Ah, uh, you know, a couple people were sick and you know, hey look, everybody's gonna be alright. It's just a flu, dude. Just the flu. Everybody's gonna be alright. Oh, what? How many people got it? Oh, okay. How many thought? okay. From that one event oh. Gotta hear gotta hear some Fozzie though. Got to hear some Fozzie. What? You sick? Okay. Ventilate what? Okay. Got to hear some Fozzie? Yeah. Fucking world stinks.
1: I've got this mental image Of Osprey and Jay White Laying out the match beforehand And Jay White suggesting stuff And Osprey being like No I've got a better idea How about I, I do a, a top rope drop kick And a, a pip pip cheerio And a, a springboard Oz And Jay White just sighing And being like uh, Giving up and being Okay Will Whatever We'll do it your way Like you know when you're in primary school And there was always that one Really annoying hyperactive kid Who you play with And they keep changing the rules So they can look cool and win That That's what this felt like Osprey, He looked like uh, a hyperactive kid Who's living out Some kind of power fantasy And Jay White It looked like he'd given up And phoned it in And, and then add to that The backstage promo afterwards Osprey Channeling the spirit of Kenny Omega I don't know if you've seen this one But it's, it's uncanny He sounds exactly like him He declares himself The billy goat Making one of the most horrific sounds I've ever had the misfortune of hearing Like the man looks Genuinely unhinged He, he looks like He's been sitting at home for months Getting shit on By everyone on social media Rightly so finally making it back to Japan, getting back in the ring to do what he loves and genuinely believing that he's the best wrestler in the world who can do whatever the fuck he wants. And maybe I'm being worked, maybe this is his plan, maybe it's a heel turn, but honestly, it ruined that match for me and it's making me pray that Ibushi knees his face in next week. So, wow. there you go. There's there's my rant over. I think it's, it's all been very intentionally done by Okada and to use a, a, a disgusting uh, sexual... Analogy for it, it's like, you know, he's edging, and you know, you're getting there. You're ready for the, the big bit at the end, and then he's leaving you with blue balls or ruined (laughs) orgasm, or whatever disgusting metaphor you want to use there. But it it all feels very intentional. But I can't give it the double thumbs up until I've seen what the payoff is. There's not a
0: podcast on God's Green Earth that's going to compare okada matches to Edge.
1: <laughs> i love it that's what it felt like in that shingo match that like he's got he's got our dick in his hands and he's doing all his little tricks <laughs> you're like oh yes come on kazuchika let, give me give me release and then he I... just you, you get a sad little dribbly ruined <laughs> orgasm at the end when he slaps on the money clip and you're like oh you're so close to it being perfect and you just you ruined it. Oh, oh, yes. I know it's vile, but am I am I out to lunch? Uh, <laughs> That's pretty Joel. I got a boner. I'm not going to lie. Upbeat. All right. Successful good news. Did you see the Ricky Choshu TikTok <laughs> videos? Yes. I wonder if I could replicate
0: that. That was the first thing I, I said in my mind. I was like... That's what
1: I, a promotional video for your penalty box, for the, the penalty box bar, with you doing those Ricky Choshu TikToks. I want the, like, you know, the where there's like little clones of him in the background yeah. or the one of him showering. That's what I want. I'm going to do, I'll do the dance. I'll do the dance one
0: the, where he's like left arm, right arm, left arm, right arm, up, up, up. I could do that. I think I could do that. I'm not very coordinated when it comes to the dancing. Um, I did see that. He's, he, he why would the guy, why would, why
1: would, why is he on there? What is he doing? What is he, what is he, what is he up to? He's probably incredibly bored. Me and Mally went through a TikTok phase as well when there was the lockdown in Thailand. So I'm not going to judge him. But then I realized after about a week, I was like, well, <laughs> i tell you what happened was um, I was sort of playing around with it for a while, you know, uploading some funny videos, me and Esther and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the algorithm got me because every time I open it up, there'd be just my feed would just be populated by uh, exclusively of videos of like sexy Asian women yeah. doing like sexy dances. So then I was like, uh, okay, it knows me too well now. I've got to delete this app before I get in trouble. I know. And I don't know how it happened. I have no idea how it I didn't subscribe to any of this. It was just like, we know you, Joel. This is what you like. This is what you like looking at. So here you are. I was like, fuck it. Joel, get out of my head, TikTok. I swear
0: I'm the same way. This happened to me. Wait. So, okay, again, I have, uh, you know, I have an Instagram account, but I only, I don't post anything. And, um, uh, I just use it to follow honestly breweries and um you <laughs> to be truthful um and but yet like I'll look at my like you know you just hit the little search button and it is all like college age girls um and or girls who work in kind of pseudo strip clubs like not like a Hooters, you know, that's not really a strip club, but you're wearing a a lot less clothes than everyone else. Um, and it's all these girls doing that. These, those dances, whatever the, I don't even know. Is it, is that? does it have a name, Joel? These dances, you know, the dances I'm talking about where they just move their fucking arms. In like a box. Yeah, I, I
1: know the ones you mean. Okay. But I figured out how to get rid of that from Instagram, at least. You do, you you press whatever's come up in that in those suggestions. Uh. Then you hit the three dots in the top right hand corner, and you press not interested. Really? And even if you are interested, even if you secretly like looking at it, you just press not interested to get rid of it. So I I eventually managed to cleanse my <laughs> Instagram uh the the search page from that and now if i go on it there okay the first one the first pictures is chris benoit so I, oh. I don't know maybe i still need to do a bit of spring cleaning with that but, uh, we, we got chris benoit we got diego maradona doing a warm-up uh a pizza a steak okay and um lij so I, I'll, I'll consider that a win i'll quit while i'm ahead all right well just i got fucking about with it now. i just did it right now i got a hot girl in a in a some type of
0: it, vehicle, I believe, in a Fred Flintstone outfit, it looks like. And they always do the same thing. They flip their hair, and then they look away coyly, and then they bite their lip. Every one of them. I'm not saying I don't like it, but I'm just saying this is what it is. Um,
1: but I would completely- Yeah, I don't want the app to know that I like it.
0: <laughs> oh, this app knows I <laughs> like <the> it.
1: That's
0: the problem. Because <laughs> I see it, and I'm like, oh, wait, let me check this. And then I have like golfing like hot golfing girls. Um, and then I have like hot Girls that work in restaurants, apparently. Like, apparently they know I like food, beer, and boobs because it's that's exactly what all these pictures are. Uh, and apparently, I'm I trend toward um, the southern American uh, tastes because I see a lot of girls in like cowboy boots and shit. But everybody's doing those dances, uh, and everybody's got like. They're showing off their their bodies, all right, Lordy Lou.
1: Ah, listen, I'm not. How c- do we get to this? I don't, I
0: don't know, but I'm, <laughs> this, this conversation's taking
1: a turn. I was supposed to talk about the the funny little Ricky Choshi things, and now like, we are exposing our yeah <laughs> perversions for the whole. <laughs> What's that it, well, I didn't here.
0: say, but it wasn't like I typed in hot girls wearing cowboy boots. It's not like I haven't done you that didn't before. Didn't need
1: to. You didn't even need to. That was right. Yeah, that's the sad thing, isn't it? Right, it really is. It really is. It must be
0: pulling from my Brazzers account. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we joke about that shower scene. I can't believe we're saying that now. We joke about it, but, you know, it's that type of thing that may have rubbed some people wrong from what we understand. So um, I think that's... I'll tell you, David, when I
1: saw that shower scene, I was rubbing myself right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I'm I'm sorry. You, there might have been a problem with Skype. You know, we are across the continent, across the world, communicating. You said a bottle of lube in his hotel room. Yeah.
1: Like, like Astroglide lube. It's Tenga lube. That's hence his new nickname being Tengaloa. I'm trying. I'm trying to find it exactly. Yeah, so this is on his Instagram stories. So, it just got to my room for two week quarantine, and I was left a gift. Like it's a, a photo of a, a bottle of Japanese lube. The hotel Actually, left the lube? A Japanese I don't think it was the hotel oh. that left it. I'm, I don't know. Maybe it was Kenta or one of his buddies oh, or something. Gotcha. Okay. So he's a quarantine. That would be amazing if that hotel did leave I it. was about to say. <laughs> I mean, that's how convenient.
0: Uh, so the joke being he's going to be jacking it a lot in two weeks because he can't see anybody. That's the joke?
1: Yep. Gotcha. Right. I,
0: w- I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> I'm a dry hand kind of guy. I don't. I don't like a lot of. No, I don't want a lot of. I don't need. No. Why am I saying that? What kind, what kind of game? reprobate masturbates in a hotel? Honestly. Oh God, Mitchy's. I can't fall asleep if I don't. Could it be me, Damon? <laughs> what, are you kidding me. Ah, uh, right. All right. Come on. Enough of this. Jack off talk. <laughs>